Welcome to the Story Paths podcast, where we explore links between story and culture. I'm Theodore Lowry, your host. I'm excited to announce that, as of March 2023, I've released my first on-demand creativity course. It's on Skillshare, nestled within a library of great creative courses, and if you're not already on there, I've got a link in the show notes where you can get a free month. My course is called Creative Writing, Brainstorming Story Ideas. In it, I guide you through finding ideas within your memories, working with them as symbols, and learning to deftly combine and recombine them into meaningful stories. There's a trailer for the course there in the show notes, along with the free link. Hope to see you in there. And so, we begin. I'm Theodore Lowry, and welcome to the Story Paths podcast. Hey now, hey now. I'm looking now at changing the direction of the podcast somewhat. I shouldn't say changing direction so much as deepening into a direction that's been there from the start. I started this podcast to explore one word in particular, and that word is story. And I found that this word is as big a word as God, as earth, as religion, as universe as culture, as any of these very large words that mean very different things to different people. And at this point in my life, in my early 40s, I'm finding that questions are perhaps more useful to have than answers. That a good inquiry is more valuable than apparent certainty. And so too with the word story. The exploration of this word story so far for myself and reflected in this podcast has been really quite interesting. I've spoken with a number of people who are bringing different points of view on story. And I'd like to look back over some of those discussions and my own thoughts my own development. One of my first interviews, appropriately enough, for the genesis of my podcast, was with my mother. And she spoke about her own story, about growing up after World War II, in that era, and what the world was like at the time, and how she was given many opportunities that her parents didn't have, and entered into the world in perhaps a broader way than previous generations of her ancestors had been able to. And we talked about how it's difficult to live in these times for her with such conflicting stories, with so many stories crashing into each other. I spoke also with my sister Phoebe, who is a Nazarene Essene, and she has... uh, 
a what you might call an alternative version of the Bible. Uh, she might say more that the mainly accepted Bible is the alternative version. <laughs> and she spoke about the story or history of Adam and Eve. And she spoke a very different version than most people are accustomed to hearing. And the implications of that version are very different for men and for women and for humans as a whole than the mainstream version. I also spoke with Tom Hirons, storyteller, acupuncturist, and poet. And he spoke about the layers of story as he's conceived them, like layers of a cake, or perhaps like spokes of a wheel, from the surface of gossip, very easily accessible stories without much depth. Oh, did you hear such and such? Did such and such? Oh my God. All the way down through life stories and down into folk tales and ancient myths and perhaps into the void or chaos or the realm of archetypes, something like that. And how a good story will have all of these. I haven't interviewed him, but I was in a class with Tyson Yunkaporam, the Aboriginal systems theorist and writer and many other things, Carver. And he spoke about good stories and bad stories. He said, a good story won't try to dominate all the other stories. A good story can coexist with others. Story in the sense of a cultural story or a story about the place of us humans in the scheme of things, about the origin of everything we experience. Uh, we talked a bit about science at different points on the podcast and about how that is its own story, how story doesn't necessarily mean fiction, but story is a framework where actions and persons and events can all coexist in a web. That's a story. So data is included in story. We also met with neo-troubadour, animist, writer extraordinaire, Sophie Strand, who is always working to weave the greater web of stories within which we humans live back into our understanding. She described story very broadly as movement and made the point that story is not exclusive to humans, that rather humans appeared within an already running larger story. She describes the movement of water coalescing into rivers and moving down to the ocean as story. The work of beavers making dams as stories. The appearance of the earth from within the cosmos as story. The action of fungi interfacing with the roots of trees. That these are all stories and that we needn't limit our idea of stories to, oh, it has to have a human protagonist or an anthropomorphized animal or plant or so on that's acting like a human, and that it has to have a beginning, middle, and end, and it has to have a punchy conclusion, 
It has to wrap everything up in a bow, and it has to have conflict of this certain type. That no, this is these are human centric stories, and nothing wrong with that. But story is something that we are included within, not that we created ourselves. She also made the point that different myths are like mushrooms that appear on the surface, but they are the fruiting body of the mycelial mythological. Network, cultural network beneath the ground. Tyson Yunkapori also spoke about the web of story running through landscape, about how older cultures—you could say old growth cultures—story the land in which they live, and the land stories them, and that this web. Is woven through mountains and rivers and lakes, and it binds different parts of the landscape together, including in the names of things, so that the name of a particular flower might be named according to when a particular fish swims upstream, or when that fish has fat on it. That these things are all linked together in a narrative understanding of the world. I spoke about the story of Judaism with my friend Eliad,、uh, my friend Blair Francis. He shared songs and stories. I started telling stories myself more on the podcast and outside the podcast. Also, I've been doing some classes with an amazing teacher called Leah Lam. I highly recommend, and she speaks about sacred storytelling and about finding stories. In the way that you hear about people finding poems or finding visionary art, that one can tune into a person or a time or a place and listen and learn to listen for what the story is there or one of the stories that's wanting to come through. My friend Jessie Wild performed stories on the podcast. She's a Drama teacher in the UK and very excellent storyteller. Michael Geary he spoke about life coaching and astrology. Astrology being a framework of narrative understanding. Kester Reed he spoke about the forest school that he helps run on Vancouver Island, and how they begin the days with tales, and they help the children. To find contextual meaning and narrative meaning within their lives and within the times that they're in, we did some group-created stories with my friend Jai and others. Stories like open-source stories, which we made on the Instagram account with people giving their votes as to which characters they wanted to know more about and what they wanted to see happen. I found that as I'm working with stories, I start to see stories in everything. It's like a kind of, in Sanskrit, they'd say darshan, like a, a way of seeing the world, a way of seeing, an audience with the world. I remember hearing an interview with a photographer, and he was describing, "Oh, I see everything in terms of light. I'm framing things. I'm thinking of different angles of seeing things." Of the light from the time of day, photograph means a record of light. 
So he's thinking of everything in terms of how the light hits it and how the elements of a composition interact with each other. The angle of a person's face, the mood it brings across. So everywhere he goes, he's like he's looking through a camera. So he's seeing the world in that way. Another person might see the world in terms of mathematics, patterns, music, sound, many different ways of seeing the world. And like with good stories and bad stories, one doesn't need to be better than the other. It can coexist like an ecosystem of ways of seeing the world. And for me, seeing the world in terms of stories has been very powerful. Uh, I have found it a very broad and comprehensive framework for holding meaning. And so, at this very place where I find myself amid networks of story paths, the great unknown urges me to bring season one to a close. I'm thinking to open up the doors again in February. I've got some fascinating guests lined up, from storytellers of diverse persuasions to those whom we might not think of as storytellers, who deeply track the story threads of our times, which have, in fact, been tending toward weaving together since ancient times, crossing through many cultures. My wife Jessie, being too intrigued by these topics and guests to hold back, is planning to be more involved with the podcast in the second season, and she is sure to bring intriguing questions and perspectives. We are organizing together creative writing and art workshops to be woven in with the content of the podcast, so there will be more possibility of a participatory experience for you, dear listener. So I want to thank you heartily and muchly for listening, and I look forward to receiving you again with both joy and gravity in Season 2. Myth maker, meaning maker, weaving sticks into musical shakers, songs for cosmos, songs for earth, songs for death and songs for birth, and new from old and old from newly known worlds that are ready to sow into streams and skyscrapers, meaning maker, myth maker, human is a giver and a taker. Hey, 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 I miss them. I miss those times. I'm coming home. Hey, 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 hey. history and what's to be and mystery are living with us now thanks for listening to story paths where we finger threads weaving story with culture before we go i'd like to remind you of my new course creative writing brainstorming story ideas that is now available on skillshare if you're looking for a playful, creative space, this may just be for you. 
You can find the trailer and a link for a free month of Skillshare in the show notes. And as we part, I send my best wishes for you and yours. In the words of the Irish poet John O'Donoghue, may you realize that the shape of your soul is unique, that you have a special destiny here, and behind the facade of your life, there is something beautiful and eternal happening. And so we close.